What's your favorite scary movie? time the podcast where two 20-something lgbts talk the horror movie of the week real life crime or events and if it's worthy of being an honorary gay film and yes the titles are puns i'm l i'm kate hello everyone hi so it's official it's spooky season Woo! <laughs> i mean we've been celebrating like <laughs> uh i usually start celebrating halloween and like i'm like oh september 1st happy halloween but we've been going through it this year so i think everyone was just like well august is good enough right <laughs> uh, but i thought that for october we do like specifically like very much halloween themed films for this and so this week we are doing hell house llc the first one in 2015 written and directed by steven cognetti mm-hmm. um it's funny, like, I almost didn't pick this at first, but I was trying to find something that is just so very Halloween, and th- that's not like the Halloween movies, that's because t- uh, we've covered one of those already. Yeah. And it's just funny, like, even though the first time I watched this, I was like, okay, because you know me, you know I don't really like found footage movies. Yeah. Uh, we've talked about that on here before. <laughs> but there's just something about it that, just like the the mood that it captures is is unlike anything I've scene really (laughs) about just like i don't know just the excitement of specifically haunted houses like you know i know that you and i both love going to haunted houses going to haunted mazes and attractions and you even worked in one i think right yes and like that's just some yeah (laughs) and yeah and like now more than ever i'm kind of glad that a movie like this exists because that's not something that's an option this year and it's it's something that's very upsetting because of the whole COVID thing and so watching this this year specific i was like oh my god (laughs) (laughs) um but so it's about these these city kids that they've been running every year they run like a haunt like a haunted attraction a haunted maze and this time they're leaving the city and going out into like this rural town in this abandoned hotel and they have clearly not been told why the hotel was abandoned they're like oh that's weird (laughs) uh and it's and so while they're setting up more and more shit just keeps happening um but of course the guy running it's like no the show must go on and and shit happens (laughs) um so yeah that's the the basis of it it's not very plot heavy obviously but um so l tell me some of your thoughts about this because you you hadn't seen this before right no i hadn't um, I have, I had fun watching it, because, yeah. I, again, I, went, I usually go into my horror movies blind, um, so mm-hmm. I had no idea what to expect, um, and, like, the whole setting up stage was a lot of fun for me, because I was just like, yeah, this is, so, I remember doing this for, like, my haunted houses, like, going behind mm-hmm. the scenes and getting all the, um, sets and, props all rigged up but like with I like the, the very different is that this was actually at a amusement park and it was meant to be a haunted house mm. and this was not meant to be a haunted house um <laughs> bad idea uh, I know there's a lot I, of just safety yeah. issues even without like demons popping up like <laughs> like there's no like 
Look at what happens when shit goes down. There's no exit. You just have to go through the whole thing to leave. Like that already screams that is safety so... hazard. Yeah, because like in my in my house where like we had people set by exits so that way they could guide them mm-hmm. out in case there was an emergency. Like we had multiple yeah. ones everywhere. Like so, just like the fact that people were like scrambling like at the beginning with go back up the stairs and shit. Like because there was literally no other way out. Like that that's a nightmare yeah. right there. Right, that's a nightmare. So much of the dialogue in this is just go 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 go. <laughs> People running. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's. I mean. Even. Yeah. I think I was watching this on like the house that October built, where I was just like, I'm never gonna fuck with a rural ha- rural haunted house. Like, I'll stick with <laughs> Halloween horror nights. I'll stick with stuff that is so corporate and so much. There's so much liability that I feel safe, and I just know that it's yeah. like Cal State Northridge theater students behind the mask with a fake chainsaw like I'm, I'm safe like I, don't, I never feel in actual and now, danger it's like you get chased by a dude with a chainsaw in a theme park and you're like and now I'm safe <laughs> I know I am for real yeah I do <laughs> oh god I miss it yeah anyway well that's why it was kind of nice to watch this and I, I do a, especially now that I've I hate to compare this to like well, for example, like Cam that I complained about that movie. Yeah. B- because a bit. okay, one of my like petty things about found footage movies is that I'm like, there's so many times where there's not a justification for them to be filming what's being filmed, and that happened a lot in Cam. But in this, they at least have the decency to just be like, oh yeah, we film everything for reference for next year. So it's like, at least give me that. Give- yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. And honestly, like, the best thing this movie has going for it, I think, is just, it's very, what do I say, just a lot, it it really knows how to, like, it almost reminds me of, like, back in olden internet times or something, like, look at this picture, look at that, like, fucked up thing there, like, this is a movie (laughs) version of that, because there's so many just, like, Like the scene with the strobe lights where he's in the dark and it just keeps flashing and you see like more and more images coming yes. towards him. Like yes. I forgot about that part. I was like, oh, this is some real shit. <laughs> or I know that what everyone was talking about when this first like kind of was getting traction was the the guy filming himself in his bedroom and in the doorway you just see a figure appear. God. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So no. <laughs> nope, no thank you. Yeah, so, like, and maybe that's all this movie needs to be, is just, like, creepy shit like that happening, and it's a slow burn with a very, with a wild-ass payoff, because, like... (laughs) Yes. Yeah, so tell me your thoughts on the ending, like, because, as a first-time viewer, like, did you think something like that was going to happen? What did you think was going to happen? Well, I figured, like, uh, when she was talking to, when the... The, the lady that was interviewing uh, Sarah, uh, when she was interviewing <laughs> Sarah, and uh, she came out and she was like, well, let her know that, like, in case she, if she comes down, like, where we are, and she's like, well, there's no Sarah here, and I was like, oh, she's at the house, isn't she? But, like, <laughs> and, when, and, like, when, how fast she fucking got over there, too, I was just like, yeah, something's, something's off, really off. I didn't expect that ending, though, because I was just like, but like the um like the the original like when everything ended when the guy was in the attic like hanging and all these like dark figures 
starting like appearing yeah. like they looked like they were in robes and shit and i was like what the hell is happening yeah for and me it's all the people just coming out of the walls where you're like what the fuck like <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> like honestly i and appreciate I the simplicity that. of that oh sorry go ahead yeah Oh, I was just saying I love that. And, like, I love that, like, now Sarah's kind of being used as, like, the lure to the house. Yeah. Um, and then, like, she, like, sitting on the bed, and she turns around, like, there's this huge thing of blood on, like, dripping down her face. And that's when the, the camera guy and the interview lady are like, we fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> there's always do that not moment. Break into a, do not break into a house, no matter how cool it sounds. Like, you're the one that's always talking about going to to abandoning places. (laughs) Okay, yeah, but like, I'm not going to stay there, and I'm not going (laughs) alone and like trying to invite demons into my house. Okay, well that's good. If if I'm going to go to an abandoned place, I just want to go to like somewhere that's like kind of open, but like is not haunted by anything in particular. It's just abandoned. (laughs) I say this as if I didn't actually go ghost hunting one time. Like, I'm that stupid. (laughs) (laughs) It was like this house that apparently had a lot of paranormal activity in it that got turned into an escape room. (laughs) And they were like, let's do a a ghost thing here. (laughs) I may be stupid. Yeah, that's the thing. I make fun of these characters (laughs) and I'm like, you idiots. But I probably... (laughs) Well, my thing is, although if I was running it, I'd care more about the safety of my actors and my crew and everything. Like, because yeah. I, I come from a theater background and safety is so important in every aspect of it. So, like, even if I didn't believe that, like, paranormal shit was happening, like, if I if I thought that something was distressing, I would take it seriously. And they really don't in this. And uh, yeah, there's consequences. Yeah, just like, you don't want to scare them away. Yeah, like, like he doesn't time. tell the actors what's going on. Like, that's fucked up. You dick. <laughs> you did, yeah. <laughs> I guess that's the main like issue with this is all the actor, all the characters in this are so fucking annoying. At least the dudes, like, they they don't really yeah. have any defining qualities except that they like to hit on all the, any woman in their radius, and they're idiots. I don't know, but maybe I, including I guess, including the uh, the the only female uh, lead character besides Sarah. Uh, no, it is Sarah. They like hit on her even though she's clearly like. Yeah, she's just there to do a job. Like, like, leave her alone. I know. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe that's just what's supposed to happen in horror movies. Like, a lot of horror movies just have (laughs) annoying characters, and you're like, okay, you're gonna die. Cool. (laughs) It's all fine. But you just spend so much time with them, you know, so... Yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying this is perfect, but it's definitely... You can see why I picked this, right? Like, it's fun. It's just... Yeah. It gets you ready. It's super fun. I really enjoyed it. Oh, but I was also saying, like, especially because they have that limited uh, camera view. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and they can, like, do so much with that. I feel like a lot of uh, horror films don't utilize it as well as they should. Um, because, like, you can have the stuff that, like, creeps around in the dark. But it's important to, to do that when you can actually see what the hell's going on and not, like, you know, shaky cam the fucking out of yeah. everything. Um, so, yeah, like, you know, like, the, the figure in the in the bedroom uh, doorway, like, that shit's 
haunting. That's, yeah. I'm just like, no. <laughs> you leave your bedroom door open, like, you inviting demons into your room? <laughs> no way, Jose. Absolutely not. Yeah, I agree. Like, definitely so. a great use of that, of limited, limiting what the audience can see and, like, creating tension and thrill out of that. Like, this, I, that's what this movie does really well, I think. Also, that clown's just fucking scary. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I don't usually find clowns scary. <gasps> but that clown mask, man. Mannequins and clowns. Yeah. Hell no. I, I don't like mannequins in the first place. Like, ones that look like, uh, that look like it could be somebody underneath, like, a mask. Not like, you know, mannequins in a store, but, like, like wax figures and shit like that. I cannot stand them. I, <laughs> I do not... Absolutely not. So that shit was like my nightmare fuel right there. Are you saying we need to do House of Wax? Nope, nope, nope. (sighs) Probably will. It's on my list. (laughs) Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, So is there any... Uh, We kind of briefly mentioned you working um, at a haunted attraction. Like, is there any... Is there anything else in this movie that speaks to your experience about that? The, uh... Well, I also like that the the actors that were uh, hired for the job seemed to really be getting into the spirit of it all and were very excited. Yeah. Um, for which... Because, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. And when, it's, when things are going right and the guests are having a great time, um, it makes all the difference. And, you know, you want to have something that... Uh, is really cool and, like, kind of unique and different for each house. And so, like, you want to set that up and have something, you know, that, like, people aren't just going to be like, oh, yeah, just another haunted house. (laughs) Um, So, I don't... There's not a super ton of, like, actual, like, doing a haunted house going on in the... In the movie. They kind of get stopped Uh, pretty quick. Because it's mostly (laughs) them just setting up. Yeah, that shit gets stopped real fast. Um, but from, like, the setup of it, if there were multiple exits, I would have had a much bigger approval for their haunted house (laughs) setting, uh, (laughs) but as is, um, go to an actual, uh, haunted house at a theme park, and you'll have a much better time than these people did, trying to escape out of a two-exit maze. (laughs) Yeah. The rooms seemed cool, though. Like, all the designs and stuff. But, yeah, I, I don't think I'd fuck with that. There's even... God. I forgot what Do it's not. called, but I watched this movie on Shudder that's literally, like, they're gonna go to, like, an actual, like, certified haunt, and instead they're, like, they hear about this, like, random-ass, isolated, like, haunt. They're like, oh, let's do that instead. I'm like, oh, God, you guys are idiots. And what do you think happens? You're all idiots. You're all so stupid. Every bad thing. Yeah. And we Every bad and we mentioned thing. off mic, but there are sequels to this that aren't aren't yes. necessary. Like it kind of because because it it keeps just digging digging more and more <laughs> into the lore of this and using all the same tricks. Like that, it's just like this was so <laughs> unnecessary. Like. I feel like this movie gives you just enough lore about, like, what, why stuff is happening there. Like, it's not totally unexplained, but they, they give you yeah, the, the backstory of the owner of the hotel and how he was... How, like, the name of the town is, like, a, 
a, another word for a gateway to hell or something. And so I was like, oh, well, that makes sense. Um, but, yeah. like, yeah, the sequels just kind of just keep, like, unraveling. And it's just like, you don't need to explain everything. And... <laughs> And it, it, again, just relies a lot on, I mean, what's good about this is all the, the, the visuals and the, the visual scares. Like, the slow, like, I don't know how to explain, like, yeah. things slowly creeping out of something or things appearing. Like, it's just, like, all that. Oh. But what? Oh, um, you know how in, like, Haunting of Hill House where they had stuff kind of, like, creeping out from the shadows? A little bit like how they had, like, the, not, like, the hidden ghosts or, like, something that stuff that, like, slow burned. That's kind of, like, the only thing I can okay. kind of compare it to, I guess. Um, but, like, yeah, it's just, it's just, like, yeah, it's subtle in it. And it's not, like, it's trying to, like, instantly, like, start off with, like, this stuff has to build up. And I appreciate the, the subtle uses that they did in the... Yeah, I dig that film. way more than just, like, cheap jump yeah, scares just, or, like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, or just yeah, or set pieces that you I know are yeah. just set up to have, like, a moment that you know a jump scare is going to have. And it's just like, well, aren't we better than this at this point? Yes. Like, the best jump scare that has happened <laughs> in years in a horror movie is in Insidious The Last Key. If, like, with the suitcase. Like, holy shit. Oh. And it's because you weren't expecting it. <laughs> Anyways, getting a, <laughs> don't don't get. Oh, oh, don't let me start talking about Insidious. Anyways, so you you found some stories don't about start crimes talking. happening in haunted houses, right? I did. They're little short stories, okay. so I could talk about a couple of them. But like, yeah, these these like these literally like these happen. These were actual things that you can look up and read about. Um, there was a. Registered sex offender caught oh, working God. at a haunted house. Yeah. It was called the Dwelling of Despair and Forest of Fear. Uh, it's a joint Halloween attraction just outside Milwaukee. Uh, in 2015, it was open for just 11 days. Uh, unfortunately, for at least six of those days, registered sex offender Andy Hawthorne worked at the charity scare attraction and had direct contact with children expressly violating his court orders. Uh, Hawthorne was discovered only after he took off a monster mask and an off-duty police officer was there with his children and recognized him. <laughs> so he got caught. God. Uh, there was a uh, two men. One was named Robert Keller. Uh, he was the, the second man was only identified as John Doe, reportedly... Uh, taunted customers at the Massacre Haunted House attraction in the Chicago suburb of Montgomery uh, with salacious sex talk and by pressing vibrating sex toys against their bodies. Um, <laughs> that's very uncomfortable. Yeah. Just, just that sounds uncomfortable. Uh, both men were dressed as bloody clowns. Uh, police were arrested Keller for disorderly conduct and aggravated battery. Uh, the incident prompted a lawsuit from a local woman who alleged that Keller and Doe harassed her and pressed the vibrating sex toy against her the against her daughter's like ass, um, and she was seventeen. So yeah, bad, uh, bad man. <laughs> um, so at the O'Keefe Ranch Halloween Maze in British Columbia, Canada. Uh, Rabble Rousers disrupted the spooky fun by assaulting at least three of the attraction's performers. 
Uh, a woman identified only as Kimberly, whose role involves sticking her arm out between the two boards while pretending to ask for help, said one of the troublemakers smashed her appendage with his crutch. Uh, she went to the hospital and later told reporters he managed to hit my hand three times, so I'm bruised from my knuckles to almost my wrist. He went after my son as well. He didn't hit him, but made an attempt to hit him. From what I heard from the ER staff, I was the third person to come in with injuries, so apparently they just go around. People will do that. Um, people will go into haunted houses, especially the ones where they, like, you don't have to sign a waiver or anything, mm -hmm. like, you know, just general haunted houses, like, and the actors can't touch you. They will come in to purposely hit oh you. Um, that's happened to several people I know. To hit the actors? Uh, yeah, because people are assholes. <sighs> yeah, just to hit the actors, because they know we can't hit back. Yeah. And finally, there is, uh, the owner of the Texas Terror Knights, uh, Derek Ryan LaPelle, 36, of Tyler, Texas, was arrested by the U.S. Marshal Service on, guess fucking what, uh, child pornography charges just two weeks after he sold his ownership stake in the Terror Knights haunted house attraction. Uh, he was not only owned the property, but he also appeared there as a performer portraying a character called Cranky Clown, both spelled with a K. During the investigation, which turned up videos of girls under the age of 11 um, that were very explicit, a local investigator noted that LaPelle owns and manages a local haunted house, which is a large attraction for children every year. So, uh, <laughs> men are off. Dude, suck! <laughs> yeah, like, that's, that's the problem <laughs> with, uh, the unfortunate problem with this line of work is that it attracts the weirdos sometimes. Because, like... Uh, but they're doing it for the wrong reasons, obviously. Mm -hmm. Like, you should be in this industry if it's something that you're passionate about and you want to you, you wanna give people a good time, give them a good scare. But it shouldn't... The pleasure you get out of it shouldn't be... Don't be fucking weird. Because... <laughs> or, like, or, like, use it as, yeah. as an opportunity. Because... Oh, my God. Have I talked about McKamey Manor on here before? Because that... I don't that think man's so. gonna show up on one of these true crime things one day. That man's gonna kill someone one day. He oh. runs this. It was in um. There's this documentary all about different people that do like home haunts every year. Oh, oh and wait, this guy I know what you're talking about. Round. Yes, yes, I know you this know what guy. I'm talking about. Yes, yeah, now I know. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna where kill you someone. sign a waiver and he can. He's gonna kill someone one day. He um. For those who don't know, yeah, he he um. Like, you sign a waiver and there's no safe word and he can do literally anything to you. Yeah. Um, and he just get he films it all for his, like, channel or whatever, and he gets so much pleasure out of it. They, like, show him looking at his own videos, and it's just, like, the, one of the most... That's honestly one of the most upsetting films I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. Is that, what is it called, like, Haunters? Haunted? Yeah. The, oh, my God. And it's, like, because the other people, like, are tame in comparison. Um, yeah, everyone else, everyone else in that movie is just like, oh yeah, I like to, I'm running this out of my garage. Like one guy like used to make props for horror movies. Like they're just doing it for fun. They want people to have fun. Yeah. Like we get scared, but it's fun. This guy's insane. And like the people that you just mentioned, it's so that people take advantage of this kind of thing. I don't know. Cause you and I, you know, we both, we both love haunts, you know? <laughs> Yeah, and and I think there's, like, because there are the, like, haunted houses that, like, you sign, like, you would pay, like, a shit ton of money to go into, uh, and you do sign the waiver that are kind of like that guy's uh, house, like, and it's, like, extreme horror houses, but it sounds like... Yeah. And, like, this doesn't sound like a haunted house, this sounds like a fucking nightmare. 
to go into. Yeah. <laughs> like, most places at least, very least have a safe word. Like, places yeah. like that. Or, like, if you want to leave, like, you can go out, like, the next exit, and, like, they'll let you out. Um, because yeah. it, it can be too much for some people, and, like, we want, like, everyone, including, like, the actors and the guests, to have fun and be safe at the same time while uh, doing their job, you know? And it's, it's just, I don't, I cannot imagine somebody, because <laughs> there's the haunted houses that are down uh, near my downtown, in my hometown, um, where... You do sign waivers, but the worst that they do is that, like, if you're with a group, they can, like, grab you and, like, take you away from your group, but they can't, they don't, like, hurt you or, like, Mm. scream at you or whatever the hell goes on at that dude's haunted house. Um, But they they do let you out if you are, like, this is too much, and they'll, like, let you go. It's, like, you know, obviously, like, that's the stop point. They break out, and they they break from their character, and they, they get you out. But, like... Anything beyond that, I'm just like, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> no, thank, no, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> Safety first. <Absolutely> not. <laughs> I was just going to say, I'd never fuck with an extreme haunt, even with, like, the safe word ones. I'd, like, I'm going to stick with Halloween Horn. <laughs> yeah, really. Again. What were you going to say? Um, I think my first year, I worked at um, my haunted house. There was, like, one night where apparently there was a report that somebody had brought a gun uh, to the oh, abusement park. Yeah, that freaked me the hell out. Um, I had to get my parents to come drive me home because I was just, like, too freaked to drive Aww. at that point. Um, and we were extremely lucky because my haunted house, like, had a bathroom inside the um, attraction. Uh, but other houses, like, they had to leave the house and go to, like, one of the restrooms around the park and, like... There was been, like, reports of girls that have almost been, like, gotten by random men when they were in their costumes Ugh. going to the bathroom. Yeah. I and, don't like that. Like, it's, it's, it's fucking scary. Like, you know, I've, I've had drunk people in my uh, haunted houses that have tried to grab me or grab one of my coworkers. Even though we don't even look anything, like, like, we're completely bloody and just in wearing these, you know grungy looking clothes and still they just try shit it's it's awful and we can't do anything and i hate that but um knowing that i have my coworkers really close by i think kind of makes it a little bit better because then i can at least yell to them mm-hmm. um like as it as scary as all that stuff sounds like this was a very rare occurrence that happened in like my first year like the next year like nothing was ever reported like that happening um so, like, our, our amusement park was pretty safe, um, but, like, anything that anything more extreme than that, I don't think I'd be able to take it on. As much as I love horror, I don't want it to, like, involve me directly. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. There's this, while we're on the, just real quick while we're on the subject, there's this really cute movie called Spookers. If you want the opposite of that other doc I just mentioned. There's this New Zealand documentary called Spookers about this, like, ma and pa that have run, like, this this haunted attraction on a farm for years. And it's, like, just so pure. And, like, everyone's just there because the they... Dream. Everyone's just there because they, they like it. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> God. The exact opposite of that psychopath. Anyways. 
<laughs> so Hell House LLC is it gay? No. Everything we pick is gonna. It's like pretty, pretty straight. Unfortunately, it's uh, yeah. It's not much you can do. All these straight people in this house, no wonder the house got pissed. Okay, for real, yeah. Like, man, that's just straight <laughs> people's stupidity. <laughs> Smells like straight to me. God. Demons in the house. Oh, no. Straight people in the house. Hey, that demon. Making it's a haunted me. house. Yeah, boy. <laughs> if, if Shane and Ryan were there, the demons would be like, we're not coming out. Oh, my God. Shane, Shane's here. Yeah, I love that, that theory that, that Shane's a demon. <laughs> He owns the Goatman Bridge now. <laughs> well, so yeah, let's all see. It's a good. It'll it'll get you in the mood. It's. I think it, I watched it on Shutter. I think it might still be on Amazon Prime too. Uh, yeah. Do you want to wind down? Sure. Uh, you want me to go first? Sure. I can go first if you like. Okay. Uh, so. I'm still reading my book because I say I feel like I say that every every week. <laughs> <laughs> it never ends. I'm getting close though. I'm I'm like at least three fourths through it, so I'm I'm getting close to the end. Um, and I haven't really watched anything outside of the movie for the for the podcast this week. Um, but I have been working in the mailroom uh, for my comic store, and I get to listen to my headphones, uh, which is nice. Um, and I don't have to wear my mask because it's just like me and one other guy in there. So, woo. Um, and uh, so I get to listen to my music and stuff. And I've just been listening to my podcasts. And like the two that I'm listening to the most right now are uh, the No Sleep podcast and The Vanished. And like people that just vanish and like nothing can be found in them and like no one's found anything or there's like no leads of what happened that's just fucking scary jesus um well why are you listening yeah, like, to it no because it's, it's also like a like sometimes true crime but it's okay. just also so like interesting just like this last what the last episode that i listened to um involved this 15 year old girl um she went missing out of her home and, like, this was so, God, almost ten years ago now. Um, this These episodes were back in, like, 2017 mm-hmm. or something, so it's it's been a while. Um, but, like, she was, she was uh, pregnant at the time by her 26-year-old boyfriend, who was the last person to see her alive, allegedly. And she um, was 15? Like, she, he, she oh, was Jesus. 15. Yeah, I heard that, and, like, my sirens just went <laughs> off in my head. I was like, boy! Purge alarm. <laughs> Purge alarm. Um, so, like, and, like, the last call on her cell phone that she had was to his number, and, like, the last area where, like, her cell phone pinged was near his mom's house. And, like, there was no evidence against him besides those two things, um... And, like, apparently also he was involved with, like, a domestic, um, dispute with another, like, another lady that had one of his kids. Oh, my God. Um, so, I'm just like, hmm, I wonder, like, cause if, like, who else? Like, there's, like, no other suspects besides this guy. 
and, like, the police have already, like, I guess, done their job, but they're being very tight-lipped about the whole thing, they're not really talking about, um, what happened to her, like, what they're thinking at those moments, and, uh, the lady that was interviewed, uh, was a journalist that worked close with the family, which is how she, because the family was very private at that time, understandably so, um, but it's, it's, it was, it was fucking crazy, it's fucking wild, and, um, but at least, at least the no sleep stuff is fiction, so I'm like, okay, yeah, I can just flip to this if it's just getting a little bit too much, because there's always, it's so weird, because I can listen to, like, true crime stuff for, like, a long, long time and be fine, but if I watch any true crime stuff for too long, I can feel like my mood just start to slowly, over days, just start going downwards, so better, uh, audio over visual, I guess, but I do watch the hell out of, like, my haunted house shows because those are fucking great. <laughs> I love it. Um, also, recently, uh, last Friday, I went and got a cover-up tattoo. Uh, so, if anybody's been following me on social media, <laughs> especially on Twitter, uh, the creative Harry Potter is being extremely a turf, uh, like professionally a turf at this point. Professionally, yeah. <laughs> she like she linked. A freaking store that said shit like trans men or women and I'm just like yeah I've this is probably the right decision to be making because although I don't think like I wouldn't judge somebody if they had a Harry Potter tattoo because like I'm gonna assume that they probably got it before all this shit started happening yeah. like I did um, but like for me personally seeing it on my arm made me uncomfortable and I kind of felt distressed looking at it because all I could think about was what she was mm-hmm. doing and like and, and, the, and, the, and the fucking book she's writing yeah don't even get me started yeah yeah the thing about like everyone's so, saying how harmful yeah. that is and I'm like this is what I've been saying about horror for so long about trans representation in horror <laughs> but, like, mm-hmm. but now we said it yeah she sucks your tattoo looks dope. Sucks, so, yeah, it's a bat. I named her DJ Happy Punk, and she's got <laughs> blue roses and crescent moons and stars. And I finally got to take the bandage off, so I can finally start. Uh, oh, nice. Lotioning and washing it now. So uh, it feels so good. That's that Saniderm. It can it tightens up on your skin after like a day or so, and it it it's not a great feeling, but it's healing nice and fast. It's already at this peeling stage, so it helps. I highly recommend it, though it hurt like a bitch to peel off. <laughs> Felt like when I took off my stuff uh, at my haunted houses because we'd go up into the makeup trailer, and my personal favorite thing to have was, like, three slashes across my face, and, like, I'd have them build stuff up on my uh, skin, like, across the bridge of my nose and stuff, and I highly recommend using paper towels if you want to make, like, chunks of stuff to make it look like it's actually carved into your face because if you mm. use tissue paper... And it's kind of wet, and you, like, use makeup stuff on it. Getting it off hurts like a bitch. <laughs> it hurts so much. It looks great, but it hurts so much. So, anyways, um, enough about me. What have you been <laughs> up to, my dude? Oh, God. Well, <laughs> I, I, finally, I finished Ratchet yesterday. I was like, let's just do this. Yeah. Um, It's not good, <laughs> but 
I was literally just, I mean, I knew what I was doing going, I'm just like, I'm just here for the lesbians. And I got it eventually. Yeah. I had to sit through a lot of bullshit. Um, but I got there. It feels like that. So I'm not, I don't know if I can recommend it, but <laughs> a lot of people seem to be enjoying it. Um, the main thing that is... Ryan Murphy, retire. God. The main thing that has literally taken over my life is Cobra Kai. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> I thought I was going to mention that. Literally. You and Sydney. Oh, there are dozens of us. Dozens. Um, <laughs> so many people... Like, every, I swear every day another mutual is like, I'm going to watch Cobra Kai because of what you're saying. <laughs> like... I, d- I don't understand the power that these middle-aged men have. Like, I had not seen the original Karate Kid. I had only... I grew up on the Hillary Swank one. I even... I wrote a post on Pop Culture Beast, like, a, a thing about, like, you might want to watch Cobra Kai. Like, that goes into more depth about why, but... So, for those who don't know, Cobra Kai is... Like, two years ago, you the, back when YouTube was doing original shows, they were like, we're bringing back the Karate Kid, but it's going to be from the perspective of the bully that he beat in the tournament, Johnny Lawrence. And he's like, you know, down on his luck yeah. now. He peaked in high school and decides to reopen the dojo um, and try and reform it from the ways that, that he was taught. But it, it's it's easier said than done because, you know, just the he, he goes back to like the way he was trained and it's like he slowly realizes that that's not working. And it's and he also has this rivalry with with uh daniel the second they meet again it's oh my god there's like you want to fuck me so bad it makes you silly (laughs) i don't know what like i do appreciate that this show understands the inherent absurdity of having a childhood karate rival like everyone else in the show that's not them is like that that you mean your childhood karate rival (laughs) Yeah, he, he must be stopped. And it's like, yes. you are middle-aged men. It's so funny. Like, I, I saw that gift set that, like, I think you re-blogged from Sydney, where the dude just straight up, like, kicks <laughs> the cup of boba out of the dude's hand. Yeah, do you want context for that? Yeah. So, okay, so Daniel, the Karate Kid, is uh, now, like, a car salesman. And one of the things Johnny does when he's like, I can't, I've had enough of this dude. He, he's like drunk and literally just sprays a, a dick on his billboard. And that like, like, first of all, Daniel does like actual damage. Like he like has become a class trader and like raises the rent of an entire strip mall just to try and get Johnny's business destroyed. But all Johnny does is draw a dick on a billboard and he's like, that's it. This, this man is evil. He has not changed at all. And he's like so mad that a dick was drawn on his face. I'm like, sir, maybe just come to terms with something about yourself. But anyway, he, he goes to visit his like, um, the other car salesman in the area. I forgot why, but he's like mad at him too. And the guy's like makes a comment about eating dick. And Daniel does this, like, gay little spin and kicks Boba out of the man's hand. And I'm like, oh, tough guy. <laughs> what was it that Sydney said in the in the tags or something? Like, you screenshot it yeah, and, like, added it? And it was yeah, like, <laughs> sucking dick is demeaning. Yeah, demeaning of life. <laughs> I just, yeah, basi- basically the gays, specifically the lesbians, have, like reclaimed this show as their own and we all would like die for William Zabka for some reason. <laughs> like 
like William Zabka's gonna win a GLAAD award for this. Just you wait. I don't know. Check. It's on Netflix now. That's why all this started. I don't, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna wrap it up there. But yeah, you can see my piece about it on Pop Culture Beast if you just heard that. And we're like, oh yeah. <laughs> If you want to watch a grown, oh if God, you want to watch grown funny. ass men hold a thirty five year grudge because they want to fuck each other, <laughs> um, watch Cobra Kai. <laughs> and you don't need to watch the Karate is it, Kid. Is first. it as ridiculous? <laughs> is it as ridiculous as uh, the guy fight in? Um, Oh, uh, shit, Bridget Jones' diary? Like, is it, like, that ridiculous? Oh, well, I mean, that's a very <laughs> different breed, because what's funny about that is that they don't know how to fight, and it's just, it, and what's accurate about it. Yeah. But, like, it <laughs> that's also iconic. <laughs> but I don't, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, a, finally a realistic fight. When the, when the It's guy. Raining Men needle drops on that, oh, yeah. But yeah, that's, that's <laughs> what I've been up to. That's my life. Um. So I hope That's everyone. because we just got like Karate Kid figures into my store. Oh my god! What? So... Don't tell me that. <laughs> yes. We have De- we have Larusso we have Larusso in at the moment. Johnny Lawrence is sold out. Of course he is because uh, he's dope. Figures, I guess. Of course Johnny's sold out. That's our boy. <sighs> he's dressed up like in like this skeleton oh, outfit yeah. or something. I don't. I've never seen Karate Kid, so. I'm only going off of just context <laughs> clues. You're just I'm like, given. I don't know what's going on. So. <laughs> okay. Like, I don't even know. That's okay. We're just, we're just <laughs> insane. <laughs> I might have to add this to yes. my list. That I that never stops. Z just crap. finished it too. We're all, all, see, all ah. of the friends of the show have watched Cobra Kai. So you guys should too. <laughs> So now yeah. I have to too. But anyways, so <laughs> I have no choice. So I hope this some I hope this got you in the the spooky mood, the October mood. I hope everyone has a safe October and Halloween. And play play it smart. Don't be stupid. For a number of ways, um, you can find me at Dyke Madden on Twitter. And you can find me at LM Designs on Twitter. And for the podcast, we have a Twitter at Horror Time Pod and Facebook Stop Horror Time Pod. Uh, if you like what we do um, and you want to spread the love around, you can just leave us a review on any of the apps that you use to listen to us, uh, you know, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever. And we're great for people who want to know more about horror movies but just can't watch them. Uh, so s- stay safe, wear your mask, and we will see you guys in a couple weeks. Bye! Bye.